Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade with Aaron Martin. It is Christmas Eve, and for those of you who celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. For those of you who have been celebrating Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, and everyone else who's just enjoying, hopefully, some time off, I hope you are having a wonderful holiday season. You know, there wasn't going to be a regular recap episode this week, and so I was lucky enough to get Molly Hopkins, my very favorite 90 Day Fiance alum, on the phone from LA with her business partner, Cynthia, who she appears with on Pillow Talk. They chatted with me for about half an hour about anything and everything, mostly about bras. Yeah, we talk a lot about bras and boobs. We have a very Tanya-inspired conversation about the importance of support undergarments, and I think you guys will appreciate this. It was just super fun. We also talked about this current season's cast and, you know, what Molly and Cynthia are thinking of the different couples, and just a really fun girl talk convo. We um, are actually talking, when we recorded this, the day after Molly went on Jimmy Kimmel's show in L.A., and Brie Larson was the guest host, and they had a ball, and if you guys haven't seen the clip of Molly on the show and Cynthia was in the audience in the front row and they gave her a microphone too, then I'm going to post that link on the Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook group page. You can check it out there or you can just Google it too. I'm sure you can find it all over the place. It was a really fun segment and I'm so proud of them. They're just awesome women. I have some listeners in the Pink Shade group who have gone to see Molly and gotten fittings and just talk about how amazing she is and what she does. It turns out her eldest daughter, Olivia, is working in the store now too and she is just really doing well. Well, and I just think these two chicks are amazing. So this is my Christmas present to you, whether you celebrate or not, I do. So here you go. It's the gift of giving and Molly Hopkins and Cynthia are the gifts that keep on giving. You guys can follow me at Erin Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget if you want more content over the holidays, if you're just kind of stuck in a closet somewhere hiding from your relatives and you need more podcasts to listen to, you can always head over to my Patreon pages where I have like over 65 episodes on my Pink Shade Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Pink Shade, and you can go to the patreon.com slash heybunky Patreon page to get the weekly recaps from Mary Payne and I, and there are at least 30 episodes over there too, an hour long or longer. We recapped everything from 90 Day the Other Way, the entire season, to Marrying Millions, the family Chantel. Yes, we did the family Chantel. It was actually a ball. We are recapping Unpolished. It just ended. The list goes on and on. Below Deck, you name it. We're going to be coming up with some new shows to add to that too. So if you need extra listening material and you want to support the podcast, those are great options. And we appreciate all of you who do that. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the conversation with Molly and Cynthia. Happy holidays, everyone. Good morning. Hey, Molly. How are you? Great. 
good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for doing this with me. I know that you were at a big show last night. I watched it. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought Pretty it was crazy, great. Right? I thought it was really good. You were on Jimmy Kimmel with Brie Larson. She's fun. No, that's video. I don't want video. I just want speaker. <laughs> well, that's all I need to do. <laughs> Debbie and I are over here just still reeling from last night, trying to figure out this speaker on video. Not, you know, we are boobs, girl. No technology. We suck. Oh, my God. You know what, though? Being a boob girl is where it's at. I need help. My listeners need help. I have like a ton of questions for you about bras. Seriously. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna ask that. I'm gonna ask as many as I can. Don't worry about the video because we're just gonna do audio. Nothing. None of this video, even if you have it on, is gonna go anywhere. Okay, sweetie. Perfect. Yeah. I. I'm not <laughs> video ready either. I don't even know if you can see me. Or if... <laughs> no. Okay. You just. Have, it's your fabulous profile pic. <laughs> I with your in homage to blonde. That's and right. And glasses. It's perfect. <laughs> that's. Do you know Sonia Morgan from Real Housewives of New York? Yes. Okay, that's my that's my tribute to her watching TV in bed with a tiara on, which is iconic. I love when she does that. <laughs> like every woman should watch TV in bed with a tiara on. That's how we should be doing it. So yeah. Cynthia, you're there too. Hey girl. Hi. I you know what? I saw you. You were in the audience last night and I, I you if anyone uh, this is for my listeners. If you guys didn't catch Molly and Cynthia on the Jimmy Kimmel show, it was on uh Wednesday night last week. This will be coming out just before Christmas. And um you can find it actually online. I looked online and I found the clip. I'll post it on my Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook group page too so you guys can check it out. It was really fun. You were spot on Molly about assessing Bree's bra size immediately within seconds of looking at her. What's crazy cuz she has great boobs and right. I just wanted to just grab her and be like, "Girl!" <laughs> I had to refrain myself because I'm like, God, you look so good in this dress. (laughs) She did. They were like front and center, ready for you to do your uh, assessment. Do you think what you were talking about, we're going to get into 90 Day Fiance stuff. First of all, I'm going to tell you before we even go down this 90 Day Road, um, I'm going to have some broad questions for you because my listeners, I told them I was interviewing you again. I'd interviewed you a long time ago, right after you were on Happily Ever After. Uh-huh. And they love you. We love you. You're our favorite. <laughs> you really are. And I have listeners who have actually visited you, visited you guys at Livy Ray and gotten Aww. fittings and uh, always are posting on my page and reaching out on social media saying they just love you and they've had such good experiences with you in person. So thank you for that. Yeah, Yeah, that's really our labor of love and our true life's passion. You know, being a reality star only is is that great if the mission of our life and life's work can be conveyed and displayed through that, you know, so exactly, exactly. And when you were talking to Brie and what I've heard from listeners who have visited you and gotten fitted for the right size, you said there's a common like the most common mistake that women make is getting the wrong size because, and I had never heard you guys talk about this before, we don't have the right options available to us. No, no. Okay, so can you explain that to people? Because when I saw you say that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's true. We only have like, what, 12 sizes? Most major department stores and then your, you know, world-renowned Victoria's (laughs) Secret, which we just always say Victoria can suck it. Like, we don't. (laughs) It's not fair. It's an injustice to women. Not everybody is is locked and loaded with Hollywood, you know, boobies. 
most of us have weapons of mass destruction that need major help in an overhaul, right? So (laughs) when you go to a store like that and they give you 34 to 38 B, C, and D, first of all, those cups are very small or they make them with a material that is stretchy enough that you could, you know, cover a grill on your back deck. Pretty much. I mean, and what kind of support is that if it's stretching to cover so much? So it lacks that first of all second of all a lot of women who are very petite in their frame and full busted are not a 34 they're 30s and 32s um like brie who is definitely a 30 she might even be a little smaller than that so when you're all thinking oh i have a wide rib cage i'm (laughs) definitely a 36 and i'm like no i'm a 36 and i'm you know a pretty stealthy chick so you're tiny there's no way and i always tell women and cynthia too like what size pants would you wear? You get smaller as you go up. So why would you be in a, you know, size 10, which is about a 30 inch waist, but you, you're putting your body in a 42 double D like that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I never thought about it in terms of how pant size versus bra size. It's all inches. Yeah. Okay. So then what, tell me this, when it comes to undergarments, do you, suggest that people go to someplace like you, Livy Ray, uh, and hopefully if they're near you, they can do that. And if not, can they get a consult from far away and they actually get measured and fitted in person or can they do something like this online or themselves? Uh, you can do, we actually, uh, because you saw Molly able to just size her like that, we virtually fit. So if oh. there's somebody, we virtually fitted people in Alaska, Canada, it doesn't matter where you are. You don't have to get to us in Georgia. We can actually Skype or um, video, iPhone call, um, and look at you. Or you can uh, email in pictures to katie at livyraylingerie.com, and we would just need a front, back, and side view, and uh, the current bra size you are in the picture in. Uh, Just the breast, no head or anything. But um, once we see that, we can assess you and uh, mail you a bra that's going to fit you properly oh my gosh I didn't know you guys did that I'm gonna do that with you I'm actually gonna do that that I will do that and I will report back to everyone because I (laughs) I had no idea I could do that remotely with you I know that you guys were doing sort of a tour too at one point with like your bus or you were going from different cities are you still doing that (laughs) we haven't in a while just because we just moved our location and we're getting ready to ramp up for 2020 we're really working on um, our accreditation to build medically for prosthetics for women that have had breast cancer that don't elect to have the reconstruction. And we're also working on a platform to get in the school systems. Yeah. Um, we're working on an educational, you know, document type thing that people can watch and sign off on for their daughters to come because no one ever talks to us about our breast health in school. We talk about STDs and yep. putting yeah. condoms on and, and, but we don't talk about the bullying effects and body positivity because our, you know, first two rites of passage as a woman is our period and getting yeah. boobs. So, and the boobs that, the, you know, when children are young, middle school, when they start to develop, that is the most crucial time because they're developing so fast and they don't know what's going on with their bodies. And a lot of times mothers will have daughters that have G cups and they have nothing and they just are like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't exactly. know how to help my child. And because they can't go into the regular market and purchase a 30G or a 30F or whatever their particular size is, they're, they're, they're lost. There is no option. So they watch their kids suffer. 
and posture becomes poor because the kids will slouch and hold their arms over because they don't want to be teased or looked at. Right. So, and they can't participate in sports. And we also believe that prevention could lead to cure. You know, let's start doing things that are going to help our breath be in healthy condition so that as we age, we don't end up with issues later down the road. That is amazing. I didn't know you guys were working on all of this. I actually had a question in my notes because I have a little girl who's turning 10 and you know, everyone's going through adolescence younger and younger. And Molly, you and I had talked on our last interview about Kensley and my daughter, Skylar. They are a, a lot alike in the same ways. There's some sensory processing, you know, mm-hmm. challenges. And we, I just really related to what you were talking about with um, what you go through with hair and clothes and everything else. And yeah. I'm wondering how that's going to affect her when we get into those years, which are really soon with like undergarments and bodies changing because it's already been a challenge. So I love that you guys are doing that. Yeah, it's super important. And, you know, with drive through chicken, and we blame it on that, and just our food and diet is on the whole. In America, it's going straight to boobies. I it mean, is. If a chicken wing looks like a chicken leg, it's going to your boobs. Yeah. It I mean, is. They're popping and plumping them up. It's really about a lot of the things that are in our food for these young girls, if you weren't predisposed genetically to having full bus volume. But, yeah. It's like, because hormones, right? It's the hormones. Yeah, and we've been watching, you know, I've been in this business since I was 19 in high school, and I'm 48 now, so it's a long time of boobs. But I wish to God I had done a study back in the day because I have literally watched breasts become larger in teenagers. You know, you'll have a 12, 13-year-old that looks like she's 17. Yes. And that's not, that that wasn't like that, you know, 25, 30 years ago. No, I was the only person Mm -hmm. in my school with boobs. (laughs) that I can ever remember. And anybody that I run into was like, God, you always had the biggest boobs. No wonder you're in the bra business. (laughs) You're like, well, I'm out here helping everyone one boob at a time. So you're welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. You know, that is so true. I was a high school teacher for 15 years and I just Uh got out of it uh, a couple years ago. And I, in my time, I remember being like, these girls look so much older than I did. Or maybe I'm just imagining it. Maybe it's just like they have better makeup and, and the boys look about the same, but the girls, look like they're in college when they're in 10th grade they really develop quickly and I was like yeah. man I was a hot mess you know like I know I don't know they just look like and women it's scary, but it's not it's it's edu- but it's about education and that's why we want to get in school because not only can we talk about like some children or teens uh they don't stop growing until they're 19 yeah and a lot of times one breast there's a condition where one breast won't grow it just doesn't grow. And we've had um, mothers bring their children into us. And because the daughter is embarrassed, she stuffs one side. They, But a lot of times it'll catch up, but they don't know these things. Or they come in with stretch marks on their breast and yes. they're embarrassed because they grew very fast. And they don't know that those red marks are going to go away, you know, so they're embarrassed. And there's just these things we can talk about to kind of help these girls understand the changes of their body and be you know in a positive place in their life yeah and we can do it with our comedic twist and not make it so weird because when they come in they're horrified Horrified. and i'm just like listen you know and we try to make it comedic and like hearted and fun so that they they don't think that (laughs) it's not over sexualized we make it fun like it's just your boobs let's hook you up you know yeah exactly so funny she'll be like can i take my she goes if you want i'll take my shirt off too i said no please (laughs) 
So I think I think way too much. I said, don't make her take her shirt off. I would <laughs> love to laugh. You guys need to take this to the TV screen. I mean, I don't know if you've got something in the works or if you can say anything, but this would be an amazing show. If you could hook women up, hook girls up. And I mean, you'd be, this would be perfect. I would watch every second of that did show. Did you see Double Divas? I did, did see that? it. I did. Okay, but yeah, you need to so- come back. And, I know. Yes. Well, we're, you know, we don't have anything currently. Yeah. We're going to start doing our Wednesday night show again. Yes. We laugh all the time because if it was on late night, we, we always say, oh, we're the hookers. It's kind of our job. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, <laughs> the real hookers. <laughs> well, I love you guys on Pillow Talk, though. Let's talk a little bit about 90 Day because that's really where, I mean, yeah. you were at Double yeah, Divas was fantastic. It. 90 Day, though, is where a lot of people got to know you, Molly, specifically. And mm-hmm. Cynthia, we saw you a little bit on there. Now, yeah. that was season five with your now ex-husband, Luis, we will, who will not be mentioned very much. We won't, we'll try to stay away from him yeah. because he's out <laughs> of the picture. The interesting thing is, you were at Happily Ever After too. You do mention now, and I don't know if you can comment on this, that you think he was always here with um, a, a different motivation than what he claimed. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's remarried. He yeah. had someone in New Jersey where his brother lives. And as soon as the papers were signed, oh, my he God. was out. And he's remarried. And it was displayed all over. So right. he definitely had He had agenda. something going on. Yeah. How did sure. He had how both did he... of us fooled completely. Well, for real. Because how did he hide the whole other life and woman? I mean, if he had this going on the side, who has time for that? Honey, I don't know. We were blown away by that. <laughs> for real. Yeah. How are your daughters doing, though, Molly? Are, is Olivia in college? What is she doing now? How's Kensley doing? She's doing great. You know, we, we had a little trial for a while, but I think that happens when you're very strong-willed and strong-headed and want to be 18 and free. <laughs> yeah. But I think she realized very quickly that if she doesn't make a good transition, that, that that's not exactly the case when your mom's like, well, no car, no phone. No health insurance, no good filet. You can have some hamburger helper. We're not doing this. Yeah. You're too smart and too beautiful. You're a, a lethal combo. You you you're built and designed for greater. Both of our girls, you know, and so yeah. we rallied her back in. At first, she was just kind of like a spoiled child, but now she's really manning the ship and working in Livy Ray. I said, "This is your legacy. This door is named after you and Rainy. You don't have to do it." But what a great thing! And I think she's finally realized. I was so pumped last night because she shared my photos and she's never really engaging in her own social about the things that I have going on and she she posted I'm so proud of my mom you know look at my hot mom she's a rock star you know and she has not done that so I think she was really proud in that moment and she's been kicking ass and taking names out the store um her passion for life and people is coming back and um I'm so proud of her. She takes the people that nobody may not want to take, you know, like the the older people or the people with disabilities. I mean, she's really a sweetheart. That's amazing. I didn't know she was doing that. She's kind of picking up the torch. That's yeah, amazing. So I I'm love super that. I'm proud of her. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud. I'm, li- I'm glad that she shared that she's proud of you too. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's all we want from our kids, we, you know, for them to be proud of us too. Yes. <laughs> I know? mean, it makes you feel good. I'm like, you don't realize, I think when we have yeah. these children that we spoil so deeply and they know we work hard, but when now that they have to work, they can begin to understand that it really was 
a lot of sacrifice on self to be a single mom with Cynthia as well, who was single at the time and own and run a business. Yeah. A successful business. Yes. You know, and I'm like, you can't have this life passion for people and just girl power. My daughter's very strong willed. And I'm like, and not have respect for us. You have to like, we've, we've been through tons of trials and tribulations and we're still rocking out you know and trying to make a success of this yeah and you're doing it we're not jesters like he's like oh let us just throw you on jimmy kimmel like Like, i mean it's just the places two kennesaw girls have gone from like canton georgia girls we have done so much and you know been international and people and made profit awareness just so important and it's just crazy to me like i sit here sometimes and i go Wow. <laughs> do you think, <laughs> you know, really it's because you guys are really relatable too. I mean, like you're a success story, but you're very relatable on pillow talk. I mean, what I hear and what I think when I watch you guys too, is like, we want to be sitting on that couch too. Like we're like what you're saying. We're thinking we're right there yeah. with you. You're just keeping it real. It's funny. You're not mean spirited. You guys are great on there. <laughs> it's great. When you said Molly, it, I died. I repeated it on my podcast at least twice, if not more. When you said, am I the only person who prepared a home for my, for my 90 day fiance oh. to come to? <laughs> Cause these people are living in fucking sheds yeah, and yeah. like, I'm like, Oh my God, she's right. Trying to boot parents out of their own place. Totally. Like, I know. Really? They're like, they have nowhere to live. I'm like, have you, you've had all this time to fill out the paperwork and you didn't think about this. This is very exactly. strange. Listen, you know, what's funny <laughs> when we watch, I told Cynthia, I said, what a great way to like redeem my self-worth. Like even if I was feeling down in the dumps, now I feel like I really got my shit together. <laughs> you do. You do. I mean, okay. You were critiqued on owls and decor. At least you had a home to decorate girl. Right. I mean, Oh my God. We laughed about that so hard last night. Oh, was like, that was so funny. Where do funny. I get that candle? <laughs> I'm like, girl, who are you trying to boot? <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So let me ask you, are you seeing anyone on season seven who is kind of reminding you of the challenges that you face? Like when I see Anna and Marcel, they don't remind me of you and Luis at all personality wise, but like they're already, their tension is that he doesn't, he doesn't even want to acknowledge her kids. Right. So when they asked me yesterday for Access Hollywood, if I had a favorite, personal favorite, or I said them because I feel her. She yeah. wants to be loved so yeah. much, and she wants someone there for her boys. And I, I just, I didn't have communication issues with Louise because he spoke fairly great yeah, English, and did. I can speak Spanish. But I thought to myself, this right here is the epitome of love is universal. Like y'all can't hardly communicate at the two all. of you at all. And he loves you. Like, but there's still that issue of the strong binds of his religion. So yeah, we like them, but it's crazy because we're like this country girl. I mean, but that's definitely problematic. And I don't think that his reasons were for anything other than he's conflicted well, in his choices. What I was trying to figure out the whole time is who is his family? He goes, my, he made comments a couple of times about my family really bad, you know? And I said, Molly, like, like, is he in the Turkish mob? <laughs> Are they going to come stone her? What is about that? Are they going to strap her to the beehive? I mean, 
45-year-old man, he should be able to choose a woman over his family. Oh, my God. You know? Cynthia, thank you. I've been saying that, too. I'm like, this is not a 22-year-old guy. No. Like, he was probably the oldest bachelor in his village. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, when he left, his parents were probably like, thank God he found a woman to marry him. It, that's so what we were thinking. Why is it such not... a problem? He's not like some tiny, some young boy. It's very strange. It's well, we don't really know. We don't know. We're waiting as well because you know we watch the shows yeah. in their rough cut mode also, and yeah. so we're not really sure yeah. of what's going down. And I try not to um, look and see what's going on on social because I want to have my own mm-hmm. opinions and my own feelings and thoughts about the couples. Um, we flip and love Sinjin. Oh uh, yeah. Oh my we god. We love hot African love man. Hot have you seen his brother, girl? No. Oh. Oh, you oh, have to go to Instagram. He looks like Tarzan coming out of the water. Oh, my God. What is his Instagram? Tell everyone. Um, Sinjin so Colchester. Okay. Yeah. And we can look Sinjin. at his brother. Okay. Yeah. His brother is like a Jason Momoa from but Africa, but South oh African. Oh, my God. That's like every woman's dream. We all need He's good bras to meet him. Okay. No, we so, love Sinjin. Sinjin. I do, too. Can we, hook Ta- can we hook Tanya up with a fitting by you guys? Yes. So wear the bra. Girl, we're working on Angela too because she's in our state and she's come around on her social. She wasn't very active socially, but we hit her up. We found her, and and I noticed yesterday that she inboxed me. So proud, love you, girls, and we're like, let us get our hands on your boobies. Yeah, she. You got to give her a bra where she can't tote her entire kitchen, like dishpans, keys. Yeah. Girl. No more of that. Mm-mm. And them children. She's got them all up in there, honey. She's taking care of so many people in her family. I would love to see you guys do a fitting for Angela. That I would like be to gold. In that in the middle yeah, of that we may. You may see that. Okay. We really want to help her. We think she's very bold and brazen. Yes. And, you know, she's just doing her thing, too. That's awesome. Okay, last question. Brother Jess, speaking of hot brothers. We got to know what's going on with him. Is he going to ever be on 90 Day Fiance with his international girlfriend? Does he still have that girlfriend? My listeners they go crazy over him. Got married in May, what? June of this year. Yeah, and they have a baby on the way. <gasps> oh, congratulations. Yeah, he's doing great. You know, it's so funny because he's like the tree hugging easy breezy guy who landed a hottie in Norway with a ton of money. So he's living the dream, honey. He's, oh my God. And, and it's so, they're so kind of primitive still there and he's off the grid with her and he loves it. And, and, um, I plan to try to go there this summer when she has the baby, he just came home and worked for a while, but he's doing great. And he's such a, he's kind of a reserved guy, even though he always wanted to kind of be in the spotlight with his music. Yeah. As far as the drama and the reality and the stuff, he's like, I don't want anything to tamper with the realest love, like the pureness of how I feel about her. And he was like, I would hurt somebody like he's very serious. He waited all this time to get married and have a baby. So he takes it very serious and he doesn't want any interference. Yeah, I get that. And you know what? Good luck to him. We're happy for him, even though we can still we'll lust after him with pure hearts now. Well, I posted a picture (laughs) of him in his sax tights over there, Um, you know. He's very Viking. I think he's going to commandeer a ship in their little fjord and detours and 
just be great someday. You'll, you'll go over there. He'll be the new king. I'm actually very jealous because it's just a beautiful country. He lives on a beautiful farm, and he's just really living a very awesome, simple life. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. you guys, tell <laughs> I, that's amazing. I mean, it sounds like a dream. You guys, tell people where they can find you online, where they can find you on social, where they can find your website to get virtually fit if they're not near you. So we are on all social platforms as Libby Ray Lingerie. And then the email to send in your submission for a Skype or virtual fitting is Katie, who is my sister, and she does she spearheads the project. Um, and it's K-A-T-I-E at LivyRayLingerie.com. But anywhere that they go, if they hit us up in our direct messages on Instagram, um, Cynthia's Livy Ray 1906. I'm Livy Ray Bras One, but anything with Livy Ray Laundry is going to make its way to us. And um, we usually are pretty on top of it. But after this show and after your airing, it may take a day or two just because we're a small staff and there's millions of you all and there's about six of us. Well, you know what? And it's also (laughs) going to be the holidays. So we're going to wait till we all get through eating our body weight and cookies and and things. And then, yeah, we'll deal with it after. Exactly. New New year, new bra. 2020 with crystal clear vision of our true and accurate bra sizing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love you guys. I will link all that up in the show notes. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, babe. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.